0: He was trying to spread a little joy and love together to show the world that the end is not yet, that I got to take you higher, not off of some cocaine or uh, uh, a piece of grass or some uh, uh, heroin, but Jimmy was going to take him higher than that. listening to the thinking hardly podcast Hello. Hey. Hi.
1: Hello. Hello. How you guys doing?
0: Doing well, thanks. thanks. Pretty
1: good. You know what today is?
2: Yeah, it's Tuesday.
1: right. <laughs> it's election day. <laughs> happy, happy election day. <laughs> Gina is so nervous. She's bitten off all of her her fingernails, and we haven't even got. I mean, you know. It's like six o'clock. It's like six o'clock here, which means it's noon there. We're not even close, and she's.
2: Yeah, you guys are gonna be asleep. Don't,
1: don't worry. About I don't know. It. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna stay up for a while, but yeah, she's she's um, she's really invested. Uh, you know, I guess we'll find out. I mean, we won't. Uh, well, we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's some guy. I've forgotten his name. He's a Republican strategist, and he runs the Trafalgar Group. Or the Trafalgar or something or other. It's a polling company. Mm-hmm. And he, he's the guy. He he picked. Uh, he he predicted that Trump was going to win last time. And he, he actually hit the nail on the head in terms of the number of electoral votes. He was a little bit off on how he was going to get there, but hit it right on the right on the head. He said that Trump's going to win again this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally murky. He doesn't explain his methods. He does some kind of big adjustment for the secret Trump voter or whatever. Right, anyway, right. That's kind of, that's the kind of stuff that's making Gina nervous.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's,
1: go ahead, what were you gonna say?
0: Oh no, I'm I'm just kind of feeling that I don't know. I, yeah. I always am am kind of overly kind of cautious about this stuff, I guess. I don't know. I I just think that um He's got a much better chance than, you know, is kind of shown through polls and everything.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, I tried to handicap that out when we when we had our made our guesses. So I tried to like de bias things. Or I tried. I don't know if I tried to de bias a bunch from everybody, but who knows? I don't know. So listen to this. I'm starting to see a pattern, at least on the Republican side. I want to play two clips. One, the first clip is from a guy named Jason Miller, who's a senior advisor to Trump, and here's what he said about um, about the Democrats.
3: If you speak with many smart Democrats, they believe that President Trump will be
2: ahead on election night, probably getting 280 electoral somewhere in that range, and then they're going to try to steal it back after the election.
1: <laughs> okay right right they're going to steal it back after the election that's the that's the important part of the court. they're going to steal it back after the election now this next one is from Trump he's standing on a on the tarmac and the, the quality is not very really good i probably won't play the whole thing cuz it's like 2 minutes of him ranting but you'll get a sense of it i'll, I'll turn it off when we get when we sort of get the picture
3: i think it's a terrible thing when ballots can be collected after an election i think it's a terrible thing when people are, or or states are allowed to Uh, tabulate ballots for a long period of time after the election is over.
1: Okay, you guys get that? After the election, after the election is over. We'll play a little bit more.
3: Right. Because it can only lead to one thing, and that's very bad. You know what that thing is. I think it's a very dangerous, terrible thing. And I think it's terrible when we can't know the results of an election the night of the election in a modern-day age of computer. I think it's a terrible Mm -hmm. thing. And I happen to think it was a terrible decision for our country made by the Supreme Court. I think it was a terrible decision for our country. And I think it's a very dangerous decision because you're going to have one or two or three states, depending on how it ends up, where they're tabulating ballots and the rest of the world is waiting to find out. And I think there's great danger to it. And I think a lot of fraud and misuse can take place. I think it's a terrible decision by the Supreme Court, oh, we got a terrible decision. Now, we, I don't know if that's oh. going to be changed, because we're going to go in the night of, as soon as that election's over, we're going in with our lawyers. But we don't want to have Pennsylvania, where you have a political governor, a very partisan guy, and we don't want to have other states like Nevada, where you have the head of the, the Democratic clubhouse as your governor. We don't want to be in a position <laughs> okay. where have oh. allowed to, every day. <laughs> Nevada. Five come in. Clubhouse. If we could only find 10,000 more ballots because we're doing great in Nevada. We're doing great in Arizona. We're doing great all over. But if you take Nevada or Pennsylvania... And everyone knows what
1: happens in Philadelphia. You, you don't have to say it. No, yeah, it's so not it Las <laughs> Vegas. I don't think it's fair. What happens in Philadelphia have to wait, everybody knows. A
0: long mm-hmm. period of
3: time
1: yeah. After the election. After the if election. People wanted to get their ballots in.
3: They should have gotten their ballots in <laughs> long before that, a long time. They don't have to put their ballots in the same day. They could have put their ballots in a month ago. And we think it's a ridiculous decision. Thank you.
1: He sounds so cranky. I mean, he's yeah. been he's been running hard, so I imagine he is kind of cranky.
2: Yeah, he probably is. I mean, that's the advantage of of Biden, just chilling. He's just been building up all of his his energy.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It sounds like it sounds like Trump has been short on fiber or something. He just sounds like Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean. It just doesn't sound. Good. Did you get the, 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 the there's this, this phrase, it's like there's three words. Let's listen to Miller one more time.
3: If you speak with many smart Democrats, they believe that President Trump will be ahead on election night, probably getting
2: 280 electorals, somewhere in that range. And then they're going to try to steal it back after the election.
1: Did you get that?
2: After the election? No, yeah, of course. What is it? After it's, the election?
1: Uh, yeah. After the election. Yeah. I mean, there's this, it just, it must be a talking point, right? Because Trump just kept saying after the election, after the election, after the, counting the ballots, after the election.
2: Yeah. I think that the Supreme court has basically signaled that that's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's also leading to the extra desperation kind of in that kind of stuff. Like, I think he's kind of hoping that there's this mass support for him. I don't really – I don't know about all that. I do think though – just my prediction here is that it's, it's not a good map for Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pricing in a Florida win for Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to say he's going to win Florida. I don't know that that's true, but I'm, I, that's what I feel. And the two states I'm actually looking at are Michigan and Pennsylvania, yeah, uh, I think Biden will probably win Michigan, and that means if he wins Pennsylvania he he's got it locked up, basically. yeah, it's done. Um, and I think he could let me see here
1: uh, well, Bobby's looking, Billy, you, you have any thoughts about that? Are you looking at it this level of sort of granularity, no, or you just got
0: absolutely gotta... not? I no. do not care enough to to look at this this way.
1: Yeah, no. you just have a sense.
0: I just have a sense, and like I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it really is. It could go either way. I, you know, I expect turnout's going to be higher than 2016. Um, yeah. So who knows how that'll shake out? Um, I just yeah I don't know I'm seeing a, <clears throat> a similar level of complacency but maybe that isn't as big of a deal you know depending on how many people have already voted um I don't know yeah there's a lot of people who think this is sewn so up for Biden and like it's just I don't know how much of a factor that was last time um and you know I I don't know just like it's a, just a know, really... very kind of you know i just got a feeling about it
1: the you know the models like 538 <clears throat> those things you, you know you when you're trying to predict the future you all you've got is the past right uh, and even if it's not 538 just even if it's just you right. sitting around you know trying to guess what's going to happen the big you know oddball curveball whatever it is thing is the pandemic and i don't you know you can't like the models can't be Factoring that in, unless somebody's just guessing, yeah, you know, I don't know that there's enough enough historical data to, to try to say maybe there was something. I mean, yeah, maybe there was a flu in the in in the nineteen sixties or something. I don't, I don't know. It just seems really difficult to, to try to build that in. Yeah, that's what are you sure. looking at, Bob?
2: Uh, I'm just looking at. I'm I'm just looking the at the map. Yeah, I'm looking at the map basically. <laughs> so the way I see it. Arizona is another sort of toss-up that could be Mm -hmm. big. I think. I think Biden's going to take Virginia. I mean, I think that's like pretty certain. Um, so that means that he could lose Iowa and Ohio and still be fine. Um, Yeah, I do think a lot of the sort of like the real sort of hopeful stuff, like. Texas and like Georgia like I don't think that's happening. Um, I don't think he's going to win North Carolina. But I don't know, man.
1: It'll be I so it'll, I mean all of this will be separate from the separate from the, you know, the implications if there are any for the future of the country. It's just going to be interesting to see how things shake out compared to, you know, what the polls said. Like is this, like are the polls now just they were off in 2016 in kind of a biased way. Are they just are they just wrong? I mean, are the pollsters just can't get a hold of the likely voters or are, are Trump voters not saying they're Trump voters? Are people intentionally screwing around with their response? I mean, it's going to be interesting from that from that standpoint.
2: The problem I have with that is like, how could you tell what the problem was? Like, if they can't get a handle on it right now, I would just be really. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it's already such a complicated, like, methodology. I don't fully understand how most of these, like, predictions get done.
1: Yeah. So
2: trying to identify, like, the one thing that you could, like, oh, that's where the issue is, like, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. I don't, I really don't know. I mean, this is all, again, feelings for me, too. It's like, um, I don't know if... Like, I, I would expect Biden voters to be more eager to answer the call from a pollster than a Trump voter or somebody I guess who mistrusts government or distrusts government uh, or just kind of like, you know, it, it gets that. I, I don't know. They give off the vibe that they would be kind of annoyed by that. I don't know. Is that. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think – I'm not sure there's a good way to tell what's going on. Uh, But but you could – I mean, if you had this problem in 2016 where the polls were off in a biased way, right? It wasn't just that some of them went better than they thought and some of them went worse than they were. They were just kind of all – the key ones were off by maybe three points or something, which was within the margin of error. But they were all leaning the same direction, which is – makes you suspicious right. and if that happened again and it was leaning the same way y- you would think that something was up i don't mean something nefarious i just mean yeah yeah you just, know the, the the polling is not just noisy it's biased but i don't know how you know what it was bobby you were saying you thought that michigan he, you don't you, you thought that he will or won't get that biden will or won't get michigan
2: i think he will yeah um, me too and that basically makes it a pretty strong map. I mean, that's, I like, I don't really know enough about this stuff to say, like, definitively. But, um, yeah. I think, you know, I mean, the, the polling average is plus four Biden, which is within, I mean, it's close, but close. Yeah. I do think he'll win it. Um, Pennsylvania is the one that I'm interested in.
1: Yeah, I think that's the one. I mean, I think if if Biden gets Pennsylvania, then it's pretty much, you know, it it's pretty difficult for Trump to you know, Trump's got maybe one way to do this, or you know, maybe one and a half ways to do it. Biden's mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. one. Mm-hmm.
2: I think Nevada, Arizona, those could potentially be
1: surprises. Um I don't think he gets there without Pennsylvania, though. I don't think I don't think Florida, Arizona and Nevada get him quite twi- quite to 270. That's the issue. I think that I think that that Biden can get I believe Biden can get to 270 without Pennsylvania, but he's got to pick up Arizona and maybe, you know, the, the Nebraska. I think it gets him just to just to 270. I, I'm not sure about that. It doesn't matter. Um I'm just Any not thoughts playing
2: there? this right now. Yeah. I'm just playing with uh, the map right now. So wow. hold on one second.
1: Okay. <laughs> Holding.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, it really is difficult to say. Uh, again, like I haven't been looking at right. this as in-depth as you guys.
1: Are you guys going to be watching it tonight?
0: Oh, definitely not. Or listening. I mean, I'll, What's I'll that? be keeping. I said definitely not. I'll I'll be keeping kind of an eye on things, but yeah, definitely not watching any kind of like programming.
1: It's such I'm such an old guy <laughs> sitting it around just watching. Like, you
0: know, I, I don't know. It just seems like it's gonna only cause like anxiety. And good point. You know, I think I'm kind of. I'm I'm glad that I don't. I'm glad that given the kind of potential outcomes here, I'm not so invested. Like, I think that's a a silver lining of this for me.
1: Well, I don't think, yeah. I mean, I think from a mental health standpoint, it like what what really happens, I mean, you can clearly make an argument that what happens tonight is important, but it's unlikely that it's all going to get completely like, you know, nailed down tonight. And there's going to be plenty of time for dealing with whatever the fallout is either way. I mean, you don't need to press the next four years emotionally into, you know, eight hours. That doesn't make any sense. Although that's, you know, I'm tempted to do that, That, you know, but there's, there's no real reason to do that.
0: Yeah, it just is like, a, it doesn't seem like there's anything really meaningful on the table here. Like it really is yeah. a disappointment well, that Biden isn't really offering yeah. anything.
1: Yeah, I mean the Republicans, the the you know the Republicans think that way. Your grandfather thinks that way. I got an email from him and talking about the quasi-socialists, United States of America or something like that. If <laughs> Biden wins, and I was just like, well I I sent him a note back and I said, "I think you're I think you're right that nothing much is going to happen." That's what he that's what he said, but. He also was worried that somehow the Democrats were going to, you know, make this lurch to the left. And I think you and now I, you, you all and now I am like, well, that's not <laughs> that's the yeah, that's problem. So that's not, that's not gonna, it's not going to happen. Um, he said he said something like, you know, uh, giving stuff away, you know, never solves the problems. It always you know makes things worse due to due to unintended consequences or something. And I. Sent him a note back and said, "You know, I'm, you can frame it as giving stuff away, but you could also, you could just as easily frame it as, you know, letting corporate America sort of run the run the show." Um, you know, I, there's yeah. there's a way to frame it, no matter which direction you go, that makes it sound like a bad like a bad idea any rate i don't know you know i don't think the socialist united states of america is yeah. in the cards based on this election you know, at least in the near term
0: and you know i mean come on like framing it as giving things away like i'm sure he's collecting social security like well you know even it,
2: beyond that it's it's there's a complete disconnect between you want people to give an effort or you want an outcome the fact of the matter is, if you want to frame it that way, everyone's been working hard this whole time and everyone's standard of living has gone down. So yeah. if you're going to frame anything that is, you know, an increase in standard of living as giving something away, sure. But that's not reality.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be fair to him, he just sent me an email, so I don't really, and it was, it's just an email. I think. Yeah, yeah it was no, him, I don't know. You know, the the most positive take on it, I think what he was saying, is if you're going to engage in a big government program, you have to be careful because, you know, how you do it can either lead to positive change or – it can have a bunch of hair on it because it's the government and people get, you know, muck around and, and you get you get stuff happening that you didn't really want to happen. He wasn't saying that helping people, the government helping people is a bad idea. I, I can't, I'm not saying that he's, maybe he does think that, but what he said specifically was that you have these unintended consequences that make things not work as well as, as you'd hoped. But he did end it with the, you know, quasi social, almost socialist United States of America, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, That's what
2: I mean. it's like, you know, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that reflects like, I think, basically just a misunderstanding of where we are.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe it's a maybe it's a not joke I,
2: from that, but also from just like, you know, like, I, I don't know. It, it's like, obviously, we're not going to be anywhere near that. But also, like, just the idea of like. I don't know. It just, it's, it's something that an out of touch person would say in terms of that.
1: Yeah. Well, there's hope. I mean, you know, Gina's dad is like taking these leaps and bounds. It's hard to keep up with him. You know? I mean, I don't know.
2: It's, it's one of those things where I, it's hard for me to think about this in that kind of way because like, clearly we need a massive change in how people think. And it doesn't matter to me much, you know, in terms of actual outcomes, if old people are starting to feel one way or the other, because like all of the doors are closed to us. We just basically saw all evidence of that. So yeah. like it needs it's it's not going to be a, a polling shift that does this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's I I do. I'm coming to I'm coming to believe. Yeah that this doesn't, like, this, we don't really get somewhere substantially different without a big shock to the system, whatever that is. I mean, I'm not sure what it is. It's not just people changing how they vote. I mean, I guess that could do it, but something really big has got, I mean, you said it, it's got to be like this cultural change, like a profound cultural change. And I I don't know, maybe everything's got to fall apart. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's, not surprising that so many people view taxes like negatively uh given how it's not like a very immediate there aren't very you know apparent and immediate and obvious kind of benefits to to that like most of that stuff goes to stuff we don't either agree with or don't see directly um we haven't really made any kind of strides in social programs in a long time so it really is like i don't blame a lot of people for this kind of taxation it's theft mindset because it doesn't really go back toward helping us much it doesn't seem um, Yeah. so i think i don't know maybe a successful government program would kind of sway that a little bit where people are like okay well the government can do good in helping people. I don't know.
1: I don't know either. It just seems like it's, a, it seems like it's, a, I don't know. And I'm, I'm just as guilty as this is, you know, as anybody else. It just seems like a gut reaction rather than a sit down and actually look at the, look at the evidence, you know? Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't that, think it's true. Though,
2: I, I think, I think people are deluded. Like they. they, people that talk about social programs even are deluded mm-hmm. about how this stuff works. Because not, and I'm not talking about on the right here. I'm saying, I
1: I understand
2: people on the left who are talking about, who are talking about this stuff, the only, like the, all of the social programs that we enjoy, those basically come from the new deal, which was a massive, like just like they just bulldozed the opposition. Yeah. They played politics correctly they destroyed their opposition to do what they needed to do and then they got something done and look we still enjoy the benefits of all that today yeah and so people like uh, that are so worried about you know like civility and yeah all that kind of stuff basically it's like just get out of the way
1: yeah they didn't yeah right yeah FDR wasn't really about playing nice he was like trying to get something done
2: yeah, no, he's not like a nice guy. And yeah. it doesn't matter if he was or not, because the way he played politics was with force. Yeah, effective. Yeah, but I that's mean, what, it's not that's like what you're, you're saying. Sort of flawless well, guy, but yeah, I mean, like,
1: no, you got saying, that what, stuff done. <laughs> yeah, what matters is, yeah, what matters is what actually happens. I'm I'm kind of with you. I'm getting as I'm getting older, I'm just getting more and more impatient and not so attracted to, you know, just raw ideology. I mean, I think ideology is a good starting point and then I think you need to like try stuff out and see what works and then you need to like implement it. Um, and that
2: takes conviction beyond let's all get along. That's yeah. not a political statement. So if you want to say that, great. But it you know Do it somewhere where it makes sense to do that.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll have we'll have more time to talk about this on Sunday if you guys want to talk again. Yeah. If you ever want to talk again. (laughs) I'm not trying to. Here's that. We're going to end with another quiz. Okay. This is about. This is. Oh no! No, I'm just going to ask questions. You guys answer. It's no big deal. There are no points. (laughs) There's no winners or losers. We're all going to get a trophy mm-hmm. at the end. Okay, so this is this is the result of some polling of 17,000 voters across 18 battleground states, and they got information on the people who were taking the poll. Okay, so they got they got people's names basically, their first name. Okay. Run on. You ready? Okay, here's this. the question. Oh, did you already look at it?
2: I I don't remember any of the placements. Yeah, or I do remember either. So.
1: Okay, so. Billy, you go first. Who leads among women? President Trump or Joe Biden? What about men? There are four options here. Okay, you ready? Okay. All right. Biden is clearly winning with both women and men. Biden is winning women, sorry, Biden is winning men with women about evenly divided between Biden and Trump. Biden is winning women with men evenly divided. Or Biden handily wins women and Trump handily wins men. So it's it's Biden is both men and women, Biden is men, but and women are fifty-fifty, Biden is women, and men are fifty-fifty, or Biden wins women, Trump wins men.
0: Man, that's tough. Uh I I really don't know, I really don't know. Especially after last time. Um, oh man, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We like have um, ten of
1: these questions, so you better roll. Okay, along.
0: okay, okay. Uh, Trump wins men. Biden wins women. Yeah.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had beans for lunch. Uh, Biden wins the women, and men are about evenly divided. Okay? Okay, okay really? Bobby. Yep, Bobby. Among the fir- 102 first names in the database that these guys use, which name su- supports Biden more strongly than any other? Okay, this is a first name that has the strongest support for Biden among 102 names. Barbara, Janet, Rebecca, or Sarah.
2: Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Sarah.
1: You're going to go with Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> right. I good. like that. I like that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Billy, who wins yeah. the Jennifer vote? Biden, Trump, or it's tied? Mm. Mm. Biden. You know, I did this and I got almost all of them wrong. I second-guessed
0: myself, man. I
2: second-guessed <laughs> myself. I wouldn't okay. have known that one either.
1: It wasn't so bad. It's Trump, 56, and, and Biden, 44. That's Jennifer, not so bad. Uh,
0: that, It sounds more like a Trump supporter name. I don't know why. That... <laughs>
1: <laughs> now it does. Bobby, among these pairs of boys' names, which is the strongest for Trump? Okay, two boys' names, which is the strongest for Trump? Brian and Jason, Edward and George. James and Michael, Jonathan and John.
2: What were they again?
1: Brian and Jason, Edward and George, James and Michael, Jonathan and John.
2: Well, I know too many Democratic Johns to say that one. Um, I'll say, what was it, Brian
1: and... Brian and Jason, Edward and George, James and Michael.
2: Okay, I'm going to say Brian and Jason.
1: Brian and Jason.
2: Wow. I'm on to
1: <laughs> Okay, enough, enough. All right, all right, okay. All right.
2: You're too kind.
1: Well, they're really happy for you. Okay, Billy, <laughs> Still which pair of these names? You, you hear, Bill? Yeah. Okay, which of these parrots and names is strongest for Biden? Same thing, but for Biden Anthony and Maria, Gary and Linda, Jessica and Richard, Matthew and Mary.
0: Mm. Can I hear them one more time?
1: Anthony and Maria, Gary and Linda, Jessica and Richard, Matthew and Mary.
0: Uh, <laughs> Gary and Linda.
1: Gary and Linda. Ooh, I'm sorry. The correct answer, Bob, you want to guess?
2: No, go go ahead.
1: <laughs> it's Anthony and Maria. Okay. Wow. A couple more quickly. Which is the single best boy's name for Biden? This is yours, Bob. David, Dennis, Joshua, or Patrick?
2: Um I'm gonna say Patrick.
1: Patrick. Oh my goodness. You got that right. Patrick. Irish.
2: That's why I said Patrick. Really? Yes.
1: Oh, look at this. We gave you a clue in the previous question. Some of Biden's best names are traditionally Catholic. Catherine and Margaret are also in his overall top ten. Okay, last Billy, you yeah. get the last question. You ready? Sure. Okay. Which boy's name supports Trump more strongly than any other? Charles, Donald, Raymond, Ronald.
0: Uh let's go, Donald.
1: You hmm. wanna go with Donald?
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs>
1: Yay, nicely done. <laughs> That was wow. the
3: game.
1: Right on. <laughs> Nicely played, gentlemen.
3: This is
0: very official.
1: There you go. <laughs> Good job. Right on. <laughs> I'm enjoying all the sound effects. Yeah, I might have overdone it a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. I've got to go feed my wife.
2: All right, have fun. All right, right. yeah. Have a good. Bobby, you're working Um, the rest rest of the day. Yeah, I get a half hour off at the end, so that'll be nice. Okay.
1: All right, good. Bill, getting some stuff done. Yeah. All right. Send me send me whatever you're working on. I love seeing it. We'll do. Okay. All right, you guys. Shall we count on Sunday?
2: Sounds good. Yep. That sounds good to me.
1: Okay. Um, I miss you guys a lot. I wish I could be there.
2: Yeah, I miss you. Yeah, I miss you too.
1: Okay. Well, it's good to talk to you guys.
0: Yeah, it's very good. It was. Okay.
1: I'll, I'll touch base over the next day or so. All I'm right. sure repeatedly.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: All right. Sounds thanks, good.
1: Thanks for taking the time to chat. Love Absolutely. you guys.
2: Love you.
0: All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Right. bye. bye.